Good morning, everyone, and I'm Dr. Jacinta C.K., and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're airing live today, Friday, from 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 7 p.m. GMT. Also, catch us live on BitChat at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, or Pacific Standard Time, on Sunday. Every week, we're going to be providing relationship information, strategy from our guests, from us and in our research, our show will give you a generational perspective and real-world opinions. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Stella, and thank you so much for joining today. Again, as Jay mentioned, Dr. Jay, we are live here on Friday. Uh, we are moving to a new slot, though, and that is 9 p.m. on Tuesday. So we would love to have you join live also. So again, the next show next week will be live 9 o'clock p.m., Pacific Standard Time. On Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. So, Jay, mindful check. How are you doing, my starter? You know what? I'm doing okay. Um, Thank God for uh, this special, wonderful woman named Dr. Estella who brought me my um, chai latte. (laughs) So I'm feeling really good with my um, herbal tea and just sitting here. How about you, Mom? I am mindful and wonderful. I, uh, you know, I, uh, have, uh, had a little cold and it's, I think it's hit our family pretty tough and I think it's hitting everyone a little bit. The, the weather, we're in a lot of rain in California. So things are coming out that we haven't experienced before. Things are called allergies. So, uh, so I think we're, we've got headaches and things going on, but we are doing good today. Mm-hmm. So today we have a topic, you know, and it's it's kind of a broad topic, but uh, we're going to try to narrow the focus. But we've got we're going to talk about uh, couples and relationships. And you know, in addition to our being our mindful practice, we we deal with a lot of relationships. You know, which is a part of that, right? People aren't focused enough in in, in their one on ones and in their relationships with t- even teams. So we're going to discuss the topic of when is it too late. Uh, to discuss things in a relationship. And when should that discussion actually start? We're also going to talk about how hard it is, or is it hard to be faithful? And the third thing we're going to say, look at social media and how that impacts the relationships. And should you, uh, in a a committed relationship, be able to have your significant other's passwords? That's really key. So let's talk about the first one, uh, you know, the topic of uh, couples and their d- discussion and their communication. Well, you know, in my opinion, I think that people, you know, our, our, our post today was like, is it, do people wait too long before they discuss things? And, uh, you know, and I think that sometimes they do. I think that that's the problem with a lot of relationships that people are so focused on that initial attraction and, 
and all the stuff that they like about the person. So they see that initial attraction, the, the, you know, you know, how do I say it? I guess sex appeal, those type of things. And they focus so much on that that they lose track of what's really important, which is what that person likes to do, what their goals are, what their, you know, are they for Trump or Hillary? You know, I'm just kidding. But, you know, that type of thing, things that you need to discuss prior to getting in a committed relationship so that the relationship can last. I agree. I think I think that one of the things that, you know, is um, in our earth suit and in, in our in our in the way we show up, we, we sometimes we hide things that are so important to relationships. Right. And what do you think, um, Dr. Sully, you know, what do you think are some topics that people wait too long to discuss before it's too late? Well, I think um, I think family is one huge one. I agree. You know, how, 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 how are you going to, how are the families going to mean goal? And we talked about this on a show before, but so important to get, understand who you are with and how their family impacts the relationship. I also, I also think it's important to talk about things. For example, when you go into the family, like if you plan on wanting a family, how you're going to erase the children. I think that that's a big deal in a lot of relationships, the different parenting styles. I totally do. I think that that's huge. And, and even if you want children, so many people have uh, used that, um, have children, and they're not, one of the spouses or one of the significant others doesn't want them. Right. And it just causes a whole new dynamic in the relationship. So do you want children? And if you do want these children, um, you know, let's have a conversation on how we raise them. Right. Agreed. I think also... Um, Conflict is a huge one. I think people don't understand how to address situations that happen right away instead of letting things build and build. And then there's this big volcanic explosion, right? I completely uh, agree. I, I think that people do that a lot because they, you know, sometimes people take that sweat the small stuff, don't sweat the small stuff to um, a whole nother level and let things build just because they want to keep things sane in a relationship. But I think it's important you don't have to blow up at the person, but discussing things that do really bother you um, will help the communication within the relationship. Right. And it's interesting. Um, there are, you know, I, I was in a um, yoga class the other day, you know, in a, in a, uh, it's a it was a actually a really good course. And it talked about, they were having a course before and then they went into the practice, but they were talking about what things, uh, what are three things that really impact your life that you haven't, that you haven't necessarily faced or that you faced and you're just wondering why. And one of the things, the relationship issue came up so much, you know, how at one time when we first started our relationship, we were just wonderfully in love. Um, but other things started coming out like my issues with even, with even sexual issues or my issues with uh, talking and communicating and my issue, all these things started coming out as a relationship and my issues with children. So these are things that, you know, really need to be discussed. Um, your, your, your religious beliefs, huge one, right? I mean, definitely so, because I mean, I, I know that some people, if you have somebody that's, you know, um, understands your religion and shares your religion beliefs, it's, it's much easier. It's, it's, it's almost like political beliefs, you know, sadly, those type of things, if you're passionate about it can really affect a relationship. I know for myself, I have, 
you know, I, you know, I want my kids to go to church. I want to go to church. It's, it's important to my lifestyle. So when I had a significant other, I've dated people before prior to being married that weren't religious and it became a problem because at first you're again, that initial attraction by, you know, I guess it's pheromones and, and the things of that sort keep you attracted to that person. And once you start getting to know them, if you get in a relationship where you become serious, those things become very important. We've mentioned what we think are important. And here's what kind of the, there was an article that came out in, um, in the media group put this out. And they said three relationship topics people don't discuss until it's too late. And the first one was, is being faithful hard? Is being faithful hard? That's what we're talking about today is, is being faithful hard. Yeah. I mean, that, but that's one of the things that people don't discuss that, according to research. Right. Is faithful. So in addition to us bringing that topic out, this research says that is one of the questions, the main questions that we should ask. Is your being faithful with me hard for you? Well, what do you think? Do you think it's hard being faithful? No, not for me. You know, and I wonder, you know, you know, I have this thing about zodiac signs, which I, I know that you get on me about this, but I, I really feel that sometimes it depends on the connection between people and that sort of thing as well. Because um, for my sign, I'm I'm an earth sign. I'm very, um, even though I, I have a free spirit side, when it comes down to it, when I look for long, I look for longevity. Mm-hmm. Where some people think of, you know, live in the present and don't care about the future. I always tend to think about the future, even if I'm having fun. Um, so for me personally, I, I, I think that it depends on the person, of course, but I don't think it's hard to be faithful if you're with a person that you want to be faithful with. Maybe people commit too fast, not knowing the person. And maybe that's where it comes into play where it's a hard situation. Um, but that's just my opinion on that. Right, right. Well, this article was talking about a lot of times um, we don't, we wonder why people cheat, right? We wonder why they're not faithful, um, not only in their physical, but in their thoughts, right? Because um, many times um, people always consider cheating to be physical encounters. But but what about the mental thoughts that are going on um, that we ignore or, um, you know, is it a, we brought up so, social media. Is it, is, it, is it important or is it faith, not faithful for another relationship to mention and talk about things on social media like flirtate, flirting and, and touch? You know, all these things that come out about a person that you may not know, but it comes out in social media. And you know what? You brought up a good thing because there was an article I saw in Glamour <laughs> that was talking about why people cheat. And, and something that consistently came up is that people felt that they weren't getting something that they were, they were seeking something they weren't getting in their current relationship. Um, or they, they wanted something different, um, or they were emotionally incompatible. And you brought up a good point. I do believe that sometimes people think so much physically, but a lot of cheating, um, you know, it starts with that emotional connection that, that talking every day on the phone or, or now it's not even the phone, right? It's text or, you know, or that getting that extra attention that you're missing your relationship. So it's like keeping that, that vibe alive that makes your relationship spark. I think that's important. People need to keep getting that spark, you know, keeping that spark alive. Right. 
And I think I think that so so that one question brings out a whole issue of of are do you, are your morals the same? Are are your code of ethics the same? Are you um, do you feel you know you hear people say once a cheater always a cheater, um, but is that because they're simply avoiding the fact that they they are, are, are the person that's doing it is avoiding. Uh, wanting to do it, so it, so I think that there's a whole issue in that question of being faithful, or is, and, and I think that's a hard question and a question we need to have when we date. Right. I think I think that you know I think there's a way to to bring up that question to people if you're dating. I think if you go, is it hard for you to be faithful? It may scare people away, but just find out what they what their beliefs are on monogamy. You know, what are your beliefs on monogamy? Do you want a monogamous relationship? And, you know, is that what you're looking for? Because, I mean, we're going for, I'm speaking on the woman's behalf, but there's a lot of women as well that aren't really wanting to be monogamous. And they want to have fun and and just, you know, play the field, so to speak. So, So my thing is, when you are starting to date people, let them know that, hey, I want a committed relationship or I don't. And I think if people were more honest with each other right away, that it would cause less destructions later on in relationships. Yeah. So moving to the second topic, and it's interesting that our show uh, was focused around, you know, uh, the first thing is, is it hard to be faithful? The second one, is it is it normal to argue, to argue? And actually the research we found talked about that as the second thing that's important to discuss in a relationship. Is arguing a natural part of every relationship? What do you think about that? <clears throat> well, <laughs> you know, that is a hard one for me. Um, because I think there's a thin line between arguing 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 and debating. And I think people don't know how how to discuss important matters in a relationship. But do you want to debate in a relationship? I wouldn't want to debate in a relationship. Well, I just think it's not, I'm not saying let's debate every issue, but hard issues do need a conversation, right? So I'm thinking, so I'm thinking that certain, I'm sorry. I would think more discussions, like you, can you discuss things? I don't think arguing is actually a normal process in a relationship all the time. If you're consistently arguing, it shows that you have a lot of things that you don't agree upon, which may yeah, be, I think, I th- okay, so maybe, Maybe it's not so much debating, but how do you handle conflict? Okay. Everyone needs to handle conflict and be able to discuss issues. And I think what happens is people run away from hard things, hard subjects they run away with. Mm. Now, um, so, um, and I think that, again, it leads to arguments. No, I don't think any healthy relationship has arguments. But I think healthy relationships definitely have intense discussions. Agreed. And I think, and I, and, and I agree with you completely. And I think also to your point, I think that in relationships, there's going to be a point where you have an argument at some point, there's going to be a point where you have a debate. You're not going to, I think that you're human beings so that you're, you know, it's not like everything's going to be like, Oh yes, that's perfect. I mean, you, I, I wouldn't want a relationship where somebody is so agreeable with me that everything I say is right. I like somebody yeah. to have their own mind. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, it's, inter- it's interesting. One, one in my early relationship, and you know, I almost actually thought about marrying this person that I was in college with, 
and we had he argued all the time. And, um, and, and, and I and I and I had to think. I said, God, do I want to live like that? Because the important part of my life is peace and harmony. And I and I know that I'm a very um, harmonious person. I like I like to have my home be a, a, a area of peace and comfort and relaxation. So so to have that that arguing in my life, I saw that it wouldn't work. Um, so I think the key to all of this is balance, right? You know, how, how, how do we maintain peace with the proper balance and, and uh, make it a peaceful future for, because you're bringing in, when you talked about kids, Jay, if you're not, if you argue all the time and you bring kids in that stressful, stressful, stressful situation, then it causes stress on them too. I agree. I mean, I, I couldn't be in a, you know, and to each his own, right? Some people like that daily drama, and that's why I said everybody's different. You know, you may find two people that want that enjoy getting these arguments so that they can, you know, have wonderful a wonderful, exciting makeup, um, you know, so to speak. But for me personally, I think that it's not good for my blood pressure or your blood pressure in general if you're constantly fighting. If every day is an argument, if you have, I mean, I don't think that that's a normal sequence. I think that. Again, if you're in a relationship, I think that we all come to points where we're going to have some type of argument. And like you said, like to your point, Dr. Estella, that you have to have good conflict management so that you can discuss it. And don't treat it like a business in a, a personal relationship, but understand one another, talk to one another so that you can communicate and come to a mutual understanding. I mean, even if you come to a point where you agree to disagree, it's a, a mutual understanding. Totally agree. Um, Dr. J. I totally agree. I think that, you know, again, we want to find peace in our relationship. And if you find that your, your, your partner likes to argue and you find that you don't, then there's going to be a serious problem later. Yeah. I mean, it causes health problems. Stress causes health problems. That's our research. And, And I think that if you're always in a highly stressed relationship, you know, it's not, it's not a healthy relationship. I, I mean, I, I just, that's just my opinion. And, and you can love somebody and they not be right for you. I mean, occasionally, will you argue? Of course. I think that that's just a normal sequence. But if it's an everyday, every hour thing, violence, it's not the right situation. Well, we always said, too, Jay, you have those safe words where you notice back off. Oh, I'm so not, like that. I, and, I, I'm so okay with that. Oh, totally. Because... Because um, you got to make sure that, you know, if if you continue on, I mean, it doesn't get to a bit bad place if you know, okay, it's time to stop or whatever your safe word is. That means you're crossing the line and people need to know that, right? People you're in a relationship need to know that. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. And the third thing that we, uh, we found, and we found an article on this too, um, and that is, is your significant other entitled to your social media passwords in a committed relationship. And this is going to bring out a lot of conversation. You know what? And and let's hold that thought, Dr. Estella. Okay. (laughs) Let's take a break and you guys will be right back after this soon. Stay tuned. You'll hear more relationship information and what you think and make sure you call in 310-928-7733. Silken dreams take me 
As the darkness gives way to the dawn You survived, now your moment has arrived Now your dream has finally But your faith was a sure as the stars. Now you're free, and the world has come to see just how proud and beautiful you are.
Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We are airing live today on Friday, and so feel free to call in if you have any questions at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. We are airing live today, but our regular show is going to be on Friday. Uh, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. So please join us there. Uh, we That is going to be our hour and we have a great show uh, and shows planned for you. So that song, I, I know you, I don't know if you listened in, it was, yes, it was Denise Williams uh, at Black Butterfly. Love, 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 love that song. Her. Oh my God, I love it. Um, uh, I remember uh, that album and it just brings back memories of uh Actually, it brings back memories of the guy that argued all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you may not have been at the top of the hour, guys, but I was talking about a relationship I have. And it was so funny. At first, I thought it was Stephanie Mills, but it's Denise Williams. And um, we, um, he uh, and I argued all the time. But you know what, Steph? Uh, Denise Williams brought us back together. Really? Oh, my God. It's so funny. That it's Black so- Butterfly brought you back together. Well, it's interesting how the energy, like uh, our our producer played this song right and we were talking about you know three things you you want to have a discussion about in relationships earlier dr j and i and it's so funny that he played that that's how the the um the universe works it brings in in god he brings in what you need to hear i agree so we were talking about a topic and jay went to break this is this hot one you guys because we are such a social media i don't know if i want to use this word but addicts yeah, I feel we are. I think yeah. this was media. I think so, media. too. And um, so our social media has gotten, you know, and I'm guilty of it. I have been, like, you know, up at night listening to negative things and commenting on negative things. And But one of the things we talked about, is your significant other entitled? Now, entitled. Entitled to your social media password in a committed relationship. You know, my thing about this, okay... Like, I have nothing to hide from my significant other. So, like, I think that he probably, I mean, he's a computer genius anyway. Knowing him, he probably already has him. Um, but I don't think that anybody's necessarily entitled to it. But I feel like I have nothing to hide. So if he has them, it shouldn't be anything, a big deal. Yeah, I don't like the word entitled. Right. I don't like the sense of entitlement for it. Yeah, it's kind of like you own me. Now, yeah. now, now. Should you share it, and, and, if, and, and, and when when should you not share it? It's really the question. You know, um, the 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 article we pulled up had a Michigan man who sued his ex wife after she read emails and learned of an extramarital affair. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the and the prosecutor here's the, in the what the story uh, talked about. The prosecutor argued that he hacked into her email uh, based on the justification of the current charges for chemistry and it, it was criminal stature mm-hmm. and that um, he can be pro- he, he used that they used it and they used it as a case in prosecuting for government hackers so basically he was prosecuted uh, be, or because they she went he went into her social media and it's a big mess wow. um, Steve yeah so it, it may seem harmless, but is it? 
And and how do you prevent that from happening? If I if you you just said Jay that your husband you, you don't mind him having it, he has access to all of your things. Um, He's it's too almost, busy. Like I know he, you know he won't say it, but I I I feel like that's your privacy. I think that like your emails you write. If somebody has to constantly check on you, then it's not really a trustworthy relationship, right? Right. So. And yeah, so how I, I agree. I, I mean, here's what my thoughts are. I really, everything, I'm a common book when I would commit to you. So if you want to get in it, you're going to find nothing anyway. Go ahead and look. Um, now, um, I hand over my passwords, but if I'm on, if you, if my Facebook's open, you can go through it. Like, I think it's, it's not that big of a deal. We're, I mean, we share bank accounts. Why wouldn't we share everything? It's not that I was going to bring out. This kind of broadens the scope of trust because at, at some point people believe in a relationship. I should have my separate bank accounts. I should have my separate. Uh, you have your separate one. Okay. Right. So if this if this starts with you know um, separate bank accounts, it should probably be that person really doesn't want to share everything with you. We have somebody that wrote in um, Patrick Babyface. He says, "Hi, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Hi, Patrick." Hey, Patrick. Um, he said, I have a question. Why is it that when women are 35 and older that they seem to get desperate to the point of pursuing men? God, do you really think it's just that age group? I think women are just more intense lately in general. Like, my daughter is in going to be in high school, and she was talking about how um, these girls are, are actively pursuing these boys. And she's like, what is wrong with girls? Because I've taught her to focus on education, which I think at their age they should be. Um, I think it stems from Patrick. I think it, I agree with Jay. I think it happens when kids, uh, children are at young adolescence. I think that we're, women were taught to get a man. Yes. Get a husband. And they're taught that. And so they are, they aggressively get a boyfriend instead of focusing on let's play sports. Let's have some fun. You know, let it just happen natural. I I mean, I think that's what Patrick's asking. Why are, people so intense about they get to the point of desperate yeah they they start acting desperate i think it's because especially okay for this age group specifically because i have some friends that are in that that's you know i'm around that age group so for women that are around that age maybe they're at the point where they feel like the way our society has worked especially in america it's like once you've gotten to your mid-30s People think, oh, my gosh, you better have a child or you're not going to have yes. a child, or, you know, or mm-hmm. if you don't get married by now, oh, my God, nobody's going to want you. And it's like women start getting fearful. See, I'm totally different. I, I, I wouldn't feel that way. I mean, but is it because I'm taken? I don't know. I think I think there's two things in this question, Patrick. First of all, I think that at a young age, kids are th- taught to, to ch- girls get a boyfriend or a husband start build, doing that now then by 35 if they haven't done it they become really really aggressive aggr- aggressive and start desperately pursuing it because their biological clock is ticking everyone's telling them they need to have babies yeah. all these things are happening and which in a sense is kind of true right a 40 year old woman having a baby is a lot more riskier than someone in their 20s and 30s right right so I think that um, that might be the problem. I mean, uh, we do have a, a small window, 20 years, 20, 25 years of opportunity of building a family. And I think that's why they're desperate and they pursue so aggressively. Agreed. I agreed. I, I think 
I think that's exactly it. I think that we, in our society, age is such a, especially for women, it's such an emphasis on on getting someone and, and having a perfect family that women start getting kind of aggressive with the situation. Yeah. yeah. But thanks, Patrick, for that question, Babyface. Uh, I know a Babyface, my homeboy, Babyface, Edwin Edwards. Uh, but thank you so much for calling in and have a good time out in Baton Rouge. So, Jacinta. Yes. We had also talked about this situation between what are you being um, wrong to hack? Uh, or, okay, so we talked about, okay, you were saying, okay, everything's open. Some people don't, they don't have this discussion. But there is this thing that, say, I did have a discussion with you and I said, no, you're not allowed, but you go into my email anyway. So, I mean, what do you think? Um, you know, I think that if someone <laughs> said no and I'm married to them, I would say, okay, we've got an issue here um, because I don't feel that you should have things separate from me. Right. But now in a relationship, if they're not married, that again needs to be a conversation that happens before they get married. I agree. I, I think that this is something that they should talk about, talk about before they get married. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not going to go away. And I think that this area of trust and then honesty is in, too, because I think people don't, you know, have to be honest about that discussion and say, oh, baby, I don't care. You can get in everything of mine. And then when it goes to the marriage, you find that they have a separate bank account. You find that they have a separate life. I think it's when you're so when you're so separate, you're you're I, I, do you believe that it's really a committed relationship? I know that everybody runs their household differently, but. For me personally, I feel like if you have so much separate, I'm not saying you need to share social media accounts. I think you should have your own things. But if you make it so that the person is not trusting you, they're going to feel like they have to work extra hard to find out more about you. For example, you know, this guy hacked into her account and found out what he probably suspected. She had an extramarital affair. So my thing is if you're really not hiding anything, if it's consistently something where that person doesn't trust you, you're not in the right relationship. I really believe that. Because a relationship is based on trust. I agree. Um, and if I feel like I have to, you know, we are animals. I mean, even though we're human beings, we are animals. So instinctually, if we have all these feelings to the point where it's this intense that you feel like you need to hack into somebody's information, then you find something then, you know, you went by your intuition. I mean, he found out what he needed to know, you know, even though it was detrimental to the relationship, it was the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that one of the things we really need to do, and we, we do this when we're talking to relationships and we, you know, uh, we get digging down deep to the source of the problem is important in most relationships. And what I find that, the source of the problem isn't revealed during the dating stage because people hide that source of a problem that could be in the relationship. They're afraid to lose what they have. and But yet, if they continue on hiding things, they've already lost it. And it'll be a greater pain if they commit further. I agree. I agree so, completely. Yeah, so I think that the key to this, all of this, everyone, is we really, really need to make sure that we're honest, we have the same value system, we talk, we talk about as much as we can to in dating. I love sometimes arranged marriages. 
Um, I used to think it was crazy. I, I think it should be like, I think that it should be like the parents introduce you to suitors. And if you guys have an attraction, it goes from there. But I don't think it should be a forceful arranged marriage. No, I agree. So I like it's courtship. I, I, I don't know what happened. That was a good thing, courtships back then, when people got to know each other and, and the man would spoil the woman and the woman would be, you know, gentle. I just like the whole. And I'm missing the dowry thing. I want to get something. Just kidding. <laughs> but no, it, it, it's, it's, it, I think I agree with you. I don't think that anything should be forced. Um, but I do think that um, in, in some cultures, the way, if it's done appropriately mm-hmm. and people look and say, okay, I think, you know, cause how many times have your mother met someone and thought, or your friend has met someone and thought, oh my God, you'd be perfect for them. Right. And sometimes they're wrong, but right. uh, many times they really know you they're right. And then you start courting and then you ask these questions. What do you think about, you know, this and that and that? And you start dating and you court and you find out these wonderful things. That's right. Yeah. I think it's, it can really, really work. I think it's, uh, it's a really good thing. So, um, I, I, I agree. I think that there, there's ways to make relationships successful. And one of the things we do is we don't have those crucial conversations. And there's a book out called Crucial Conversations. And I always recommend people to get that book. It's more inclined to be, uh, the book is by, um, it's by, um, uh, the authors are Patterson. Guinea, McGillan, and Switzler. And it's uh, it's a great book. It says, Crucial Conversation, Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. And and the great thing about this book, it it teaches you how to have those conversations, even in dating. Because sometimes when you're talking about these things, you kind of just kind of go off and say, oh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Right, exactly. Oh, that, there's no problem with that. We dismiss what could be really, really important. Don't you agree? I agree with you completely. I think that, like you said, I think that a successful relationship begins with good communication. And, and I think sometimes people think that they have good communication um, and they don't necessarily. Right. And, I, and they said that one of the things that someone, Bernard Shaw says, George Bernard Shaw he says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it is place. Ah, oh, that's a, a nice one. I love that because we, in our minds, create something that isn't there. We have ability to say, oh, okay, uh, it has taken place. We create this illusion of our, our relationships being in a place where we think it is. In reality, it really isn't. I so I love that. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that has taken place. Something to remember. So anything else going with you, on with you, Jay? No, I, you know, I, I, I think that this is actually a really good topic for a lot of people in the sense of, in the sense of knowing what, what they, they should go forth and in, in looking when they're looking for a committed relationship. And is that what you want? I think, I think more so than anything, I think that what, what this topic is, has, is enlightening on, for my thought process is that I feel that 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 need for communication is so strong in everything that we do that need of having a good communication between people so that you can really tell people what you want and what you expect is so important um and it can be done not negative you know not in a negative way also a positive way i i, I totally, I totally agree. Agree. so jay based on our conversation today i know um one of the things that 
Jay is uh, really good at. She is a, a very visionary woman, and then she has the gift of visions and and seeing things. And um, and she, I call her a prophetess because uh, she uses it in a very good way. Um, her intuition is huge because of that, and 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 many times I lean on her uh, for guidance because of her intuition and her ability to be. Uh, to see things and be a visionary. So Jay, today, based on this, you know, um, what I'd like to do is take what you're thinking and lead people through a short guided meditation, just one minute to see if we can open some things out and, uh, if, and, and people can take something to go with and, and throughout the day. So what, what, if there's one phrase or word or something that comes to mind and that you think would be uh, great to make people reflect on, I'd like to utilize that for one minute, uh, just in a, in a small, or one to two minutes in a small little meditation. So what, what, what can you think of today? You know, for, from our, our conversation today, we did talked about a lot about um, communication and, and, and things of that sort and how communication is so important with relationships. I think personally today, um, if we, if we take, I'm going to take the word kindness. And the reason why I'm using kindness is I feel that if we, if we hold kindness within our hearts and, and communicate with kindness and, and purposefully, purposeful kindness um, we'll get a lot further than the negative type. So I will say purposeful kindness. All right, everyone. So well, I'm going to take a minute to do this. I think it's been very powerful the last, this year for us and very powerful uh, in people's lives that I've been working with and Jay and I've been working with. And, 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 every, and when we lead people in a small guided meditation, just a little bit a day uh, to really f- reflect and focus on what things you can do to bring things forward. So I'd like you all to just wherever you are, uh, if you need to close the door, if you need to uh, adjust your, 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 where you're, the way you're sitting, if you're standing up, if you're on a walk mindful walking totally just wherever you are just think about this thing think about this if you want if you can close your eyes where you're closing your eyes do it if not just just think about this so today we talked about being very communicative in your race relationship but one of the things that i think we need to focus on is the ability to use kindness with that communication are you using kindness Are you kind to your significant other, your spouse, your family, your friends? Are you kind to your working relationships, in your working relationships? So take some time to to be purposeful and be focused in that moment when you're giving communication. Do you have mutual respect? Are you able to remain in in a... kind dialogue with each other? Are you respectful? Take a moment to think about that. Being kind in your communication, respectful, have a purpose in all that you do.
Well, thank you. So thank you guys for just that moment, just that moment of focus. I mean, I think that we we have a tendency to move so quickly through this 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 thing called life. Right, Jay? Yes. And you guys, I want you to remember, um, thank you so much for listening to this today. Make sure that you go to www.strategicladies.com um, for more information on ourselves and our services. Also, um, make sure that you tune in on Tuesday at 9 p.m. We will be having our new show on that day, and we hope to see you guys there. Oh, and you guys, um, before we go, we had one more um, person that was um, they called in Hika. She says, have you ever noticed that women who are desperate for love seem to always be going through hardship and trials? They're in and out of relationships and putting themselves in positions where things are very difficult because they want a man so bad. Hey, kid, thank you for, for calling in. I would agree with you in a lot of ways in the sense of sometimes when we are going through hardships and trials, we're more desperate to find that love that we're searching for and sometimes it makes us bad, make bad choices. I'm not sure if um, any of you have been there, but I have. Um, and they call those those rebound relationships um, because you go through those times where you're so sad that you start making excuses and... And uh, for people that you shouldn't be making excuses for, Mom, have you ever been there? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the word "hecka" that you really use is powerful. Is this desperate, uh, desperate situation for love? No one should be desperate for love. You know, I think that um, when you're desperate for anything, uh, you're you're reacting and acting in, inappropriate, right? The, the, it should be a natural. Uh, natural occurrence and and I think yeah if you're desperate for something it's going to be hard and it's going to be a, tr- uh, a lot of tribulation right it should be a natural flow and I think that's what happens I think in relationships uh, we rush them right Jay uh, we see that all the time in our practice yeah. we see people um, uh, uh, being coveted of a relationship um, uh, not knowing how to share um, uh, not knowing how to um, be mindful, uh, having different agendas—so many things come when when we're desperate for things. We it, sh- it, it shouldn't be like that. What that way at all? I agree. Thank yeah. you all so much for tuning in today. We've enjoyed our time with you. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. Stay dry if you're in California. Stay warm if you're on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, and I want to remind you all, really, really important, we're going to have a live show at 9 o'clock on Tuesdays. Uh, we're going to be talking about relationships and, and all things that keep you mindful and grounded. Please join us. It's at 9 o'clock on Tuesdays. Also, we have podcasts. If you go to our website, Jay, could you give them the website so they can go to and our email and anything they need if they want to provide yes, questions? Go to com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Strategic Ladies. And again, also on Facebook at Strategic Ladies. So make sure you check us out, like us, send us a message if you have any show ideas or if you just wanted to, to touch base and tell us what you thought about the show and things that you feel about some of the things that we've talked about. And we'd love to share that on air. And actually, you know, have you always, you guys can always call in at 310-928-7733. And remember Jay's prophetic word and, and just the time, the moment we had to share communication and kindness and communication that's purposeful 
always wins and all these things that were shared to us, hardship and relationships and, and why people are desperate and why people are pursuing women so aggress- aggressively or men even that men pursuing women, women pursuing men. You know, you don't have to be desperate. You don't have to if you're if and you and make sure Jay always right. They should communicate earlier. The three points we had today, Jay, what you had those the three things they said that were they're not important to do in a relationship. What were they? They were the first one was um, give me one second. Oh, I think this. Oh, being faithful is faithful being hard. If 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 that's a question. Is, is that important, Jay? No. Well, I think, no, I think I think being faithful hard, if that's something that's hard for both of you, then maybe you're in the right situation. <laughs> something that you need to discuss prior or before. And I think, yes. And the second was arguing. Are you arguing? Be mindful of that. Are you arguing in your relationship? Correct. In every part of it. Yes. If, you're, if you find that you're arguing every five seconds, it may not be the healthiest situation. Um, so occasionally an argument, I think it's natural. I think that we're human beings. We're going to have disagreements. And then the last thing is, is your significant other entitled to your personal passwords or even your bank accounts? If you have to work that hard to, to, if that person is, is so untrustworthy of you that you have to provide your passwords, I think that that may not be a healthy relationship. I think that you should have some amount of trust. But I also feel like that if if it's somebody that you really trust and love, it shouldn't be that big of a deal if they did accidentally get onto your thing. If they're searching it every day, there is a problem, though. Right. So the takeaway we want to give you guys is communicate early. Agreed. Have these discussions. Have these crucial conversations. Use the book I told you about, Crucial Conversations. It'll be on our our podcast. I'll be sure to mention that. Um, uh, But have those conversations early and, 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 and notice the signs too. Are they being desperate? Yes. You know, are, are you arguing too much? Are you, are you worried about them being monogamous or are you not wanting to be monogamous and you haven't been straightforward? So make sure you communicate guys. That's so important in everything that you do. And again, use the intuitiveness that Jay is gifted with and, and, and take some time to, to really focus on these things. Take a walk out in the park and, and think about, you know, where, where am I in? Where is this relationship leading me? Am I kind in the way I communicate? For those people that love to argue, are you in the right relationship? Right. Or maybe you guys are. Maybe this is the drama that you need yeah. in your relationship. But is it is it really healthy for longevity? Right, right. So, you guys, again, thank you so much. Our time is coming to a close. Have a wonderful weekend. Again, thank you for watching the Strategic Ladies Show. And see you next week, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Take care. Bye. Strategic Ladies.